So most of the DMs that I get on this show are from people that are looking to launch their own business or they have a question about entrepreneurship. And I love answering those DMs. And some of the fundamental principles that that I preach on this show, and I just, I love talking to entrepreneurs and I love, if you're listening out there, and you want to launch your own business, obviously feel free to, to DM me at Paragon 7 Studios on the gram or find me on LinkedIn, James Lewis III. I love helping people to launch their brands or to talk through. Sometimes you need to talk to someone that has gone through those steps. I made a lot of mistakes on my path to entrepreneurship and spun my wheels for many, many years. I don't, I don't want people to spend six years, especially if you're in media. Cause there's this misnomer that you gotta be at the gilly wallow level or you gotta be Eric Thomas or you gotta be Joe Rogan or you have to be a superstar like Kevin Hart or fat Joe or someone like that to have a phenomenal media entity. And that's just that's just not true. You don't you don't have to have a blue check mark to make this work. I'm living proof. I'm just I'm just a regular Joe Schmo. Now in healthcare, I have I have a good reputation. I've worked really hard, but I wasn't a CEO. It's not like I was a CEO of 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 United or Anthem or something like that or whatever Anthem's calling themselves these days. Really, your success is going to be more relatable to your grind, to your, to your tenacious efforts, both to, to get the best out of yourself and to align yourself with individuals that are also looking to get the best out of themselves. It should be about the concept of iron sharpening iron. And rather you're like me, you're trying to build your own media empire, or if you're trying to open a law firm, or consulting practice, or medical practice, or whatever you do for a living. You want to take the fundamentals of professionalism and work ethic into that endeavor. And if you're professional and you have a strong work ethic, you're going to be, you're going to position yourself to be successful. There are no, now there are no guarantees because it's a competitive marketplace out here. And you can have a, a great product. But if nobody knows about your product, you don't have a big enough platform, then you're going to run into some challenges and then you have to have cash flow. One of the things that helped me to launch Paragon 7 Studios is to be out of debt, out of personal debt. I even downsized some of my living space 
to to carry some financial revenues over so that I could launch my business. Which I made a, a three or four to one ROI on. Says, when I when I opened my business, it's very funny. When I was working for Blue Cross, I would take Blue Cross's money and their bonus money. I go out and buy Gucci loafers. I go out and I buy Louis Vuitton belts and duffel bags and bucket hats. I got I got Gucci bucket hats all over the house. Balenciaga. Not to not to even get into Jordans. I have so many pairs of Jordans that I have never even worn. So I have hundreds of shoes. Well, when I open up Paragon Seven Studios, I'm I'm not spending my money on on no on no Jordan ones, man. I'm not I'm not getting the Travis Scotts. I can't I can't make that type of investment. I have to put whatever I make back into the business. So when I had a good month, what I did, I upgraded my cameras from 4K to 6K. I went Blackmagic Cinema Camera. And when you own your own business, you're looking at it from that perspective because the goal is I don't make an ROI, right? When I when I go and buy a new pair of Fear of God Nikes at 700 bucks off of eBay, I don't make money off of that. When I go out and I upgrade my cameras, that makes me a better consulting firm. I'm able to get more contracts. And I'm able to employ more people. So it's really the investment in myself. But one of the things that that I feel like I do well and I want to share. If you have your own business, you got to have a good business plan. Anyone that's interested in sponsoring my show. So somebody, especially the HealthCast, somebody hears the HealthCast or they see me on LinkedIn or they see me at a conference or they see me speaking. And they say, hey, James, we see what you're doing. We like what you're doing. We'd like to invest. We'd like to be a part of it. They get, they get these four things from me immediately. First thing they get from me is they get a press kit. And within that press kit, it's a, a three-pager. It gives you a history of Lance Day Radio Network, what I've done in healthcare, what I've done in media. It tells you all the affiliates that I'm on, all of the people that are that are a part of the show. I got Rampage on there. Whoever is currently a part of the show. Now, if you, if you got a press kit for me, you got David Meyer on there. You got Janelle King, Isaac Palmer. But you're going to know who's affiliated with our show John and April Nixon, what we're doing. Then you're going to get a draft contract that shows exactly if you do business with me, this is the scope. That's about a three or four page or two, nothing too complex, but I've spent a lot of time in my career putting contracts together for procurement when I was running quality and risk teams in healthcare. You're going to get a seven-minute demo to show. If you're looking to invest from the healthcare perspective, you're going to get content. is going to be John Gorman. It's going to be Jeb Dunkelberger. It's going to be people I've interviewed that are in healthcare. If you're not a healthcare entity, then you're going to get some stuff with me and Rampage on there. Or some interviews like last week, I was doing a salute to my man Rampage as he dropped his show, Summer Madness on Sirius XM, Rock the Bells. You're going to get an interview with Special Edge. You're going to get an interview with Freeway. You're going to get some of the classic interviews we did with Pete Rock, stuff like that. And then, most importantly, you're going to get an impact report. I send everybody who sponsors my show a monthly impact report showing exactly how many podcast downloads there were, how many affiliates I'm on terrestrial radio, and what the listenership based on the Nielsen Arbitron ratings. 
is as of the last reported month. And you have to do that. You have to be transparent with people. Somebody's going to invest in me. I'm going to invest and put that report together so they know if it's a legitimate proposition for them to do business with me or not. And I talk to so many people that reach out to me. Some of them call me directly and they want to get their business popping, but they don't want to do, they don't want to do those things. And I say over and over, people are lukewarm on themselves because it's not all glitz and glamour. When you see somebody that has their own business and they're an entrepreneur and maybe they're successful, maybe they're getting a new whip, maybe they're getting a boat, maybe they're getting a new house, maybe they're taking their spouse to Turks and Caicos. There's a lot of work behind the scenes that you don't see. Entrepreneurship is not the same as when you work for a big firm and you're guaranteed that you're going to have a check every month. I can have a great month. I can have a six-figure month. That actually makes me want to grind harder because if I don't, that can evaporate very quickly. You're always out there trying to get better. You're always out there trying to make your clients happier. It's a constant, constant battle internally and externally. So I've had people reach out to me, particularly about putting reports together and being professional and, and just some of the things it's just Lance J talking. When I talk to people and someone reaches out to me, first and foremost, sometimes I have friends that reach out to me about doing business and stuff like that. And I'm always very careful not to mix friendship and business because I could have known you for, for 20 years, could have went to high school, college with you. I could have known you since I was a little kid. When I'm talking to someone, I'm talking to them from a business context. I'm not, I'm not your friend. I'm not Lou Baller. I'm not the homie James Lewis. That's not who I am. We're talking business. And sometimes in business, you got to have hard conversations. You got to be brutally honest with yourself about your craft, about your talents, about your market reach. And so I'm leery when I talk to people who know me personally that want to approach it like it's a conversation that we're having at a Hooters or Buffalo Wild Wings or something like that. You always want to be highly professional when you're talking business. What you don't want to do, I have friends, they have homeboy operations. They, they build their brands around their buddies and their homies, and that's cool when you start. But when you want to make that leap to being a revenue-generating entity, I'm not saying you leave your people behind. I'm just saying that you have to put guardrails in place to make sure that it stays a business. Rampage talks about that all the time in the industry. People signing bad contracts because they grew up on the Ave with someone that put them on. They got into the rap game. They put them on. Rampage's cousin, Buster Rhymes was signed. Rampage got a deal with Electra, but he tells me all the time, he says, my mom and Chris Lighty and my lawyers sat down and made sure that I had an airtight deal. Which he's still reaping the benefits of today. You have, you see, you see rap groups like De La Soul, Tribe Call Questions, talk about it, sign bad deals. And a bad deal will haunt you. The, the pen is, the pen is mightier than the sword. And so, for those entrepreneurs out there, you want to surround yourself with the right legal people. You want to surround yourself with the right minds. Don't think that because you've been friends with someone for 20 years or 15 years 
that you have to tether yourself to them legally because you're putting yourself in, in a bad situation. Then if you're out building relationships, I advise people all the time, go to conferences, go to webinars, plug in with your local urban league plug in with people that are experts in the field that you're either in or want to be in because there's strength in numbers a lot of times i've gotten so much traction over the years from going to rise from going to a hip from going to all of these conferences going to to bui down in jacksonville i don't want to fly from phoenix to bui man all the way to jacksonville which is not a good airport not an easy airport to get in, but it's the relationships that you build, the chance to speak at some of these conventions, the chance to meet people who are moving and matriculating in their career such as you are. Those are great opportunities. I don't drink. People that know me know that I don't drink. But to go out and have cocktails with people that are director level and then they become VP level and then they become C-suite level. And to have uh, uh, fake cocktails with no alcohol in them, well, spending spending that time in downtown Chicago at the at the Blue Cross headquarters, having drinks with people, even though I don't drink, was very valuable to my career because I built relationships and people knew I was solid. People knew what I was about. You always have to take your craft and you always have to take the business element of entrepreneurship seriously. Don't just think of it as the I create content or I have a business or I have something that people patronize. You have to be your own CEO. And that's a 24 hour a day job when you're an entrepreneur. But if you invest in procurement, if you invest in putting presentations together, if you invest in building relationships, if you invest in developing emotional intellect, you're gonna be successful. Lance J Show. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network.